You know, we often look in the mirror and we're really, really good at judging ourselves. Or we tend to go throughout the day thinking, why well, I'm so tired and I'm, you know, just, I don't like the way my clothes are looking and I'm just not happy. Do any of those scenarios sound familiar to you? I know I've had them. This is Mindful of Conversations. My guest, Georgette, and I are going to cover the topic about feeling and looking get better on the inside first, because you know what? That mindset has a huge impact on so much. Hello, Georgette. Welcome. I'm really excited about this topic we're going to talk about today. Hi, Tanya. Thank you for having me. I am so very excited. I can't wait to get started. Yeah, yeah. And for those of you watching too, I, I know you're very good at always messaging me back. So if you notice why I'm stuffed up, I woke up with a cold. So that is what I love about this podcast too, is we keep it real, authentic, unedited. And you know what? That's how we all connect, right? So Georgia, can you tell the listeners a little bit you know, about you and what you do? Yes, absolutely. I'm a health and life coach and I work one-on-one mostly with women, occasionally with some men, but mostly women who are interested in improving their lifestyle to be, you know, in a more healthy state. Um, And my biggest thing is that it has to start from the inside to work its way out. I went backwards most of my life the other way, and it finally clicked for me to be consistent with everything when it starts on the inside, because you can do all the work to the outside And it just doesn't stay long if you haven't first looked at the inside. So that's like a big thing. And it's a big difference between, I know you, you are on the same mindset, but people like us are kind of um, not the norm all the time with that thinking. Everyone likes to fix the outside and everything will be just wonderful and happy and perfect. And that's not how it works. And uh, so I, that's my big message. My also, my other message is for people to put themselves on the top of their priority list, which I hope we cover a little bit today too, because especially as women, um, it's just not in our wiring sometimes to do that. And the downside is that our health suffers. So um, for me, that's a very, very important message. And I live what I coach and teach. So I am a work in progress as well. And that's the best part. That's the kind of coach that you want to find someone who does the work on themselves as well. So yeah, you know, it's so true. It doesn't matter, you know, what clothes you put on or how you do your hair or, uh, you know, how you do makeup. And you look in the mirror, if that mindset is not in a place where you're giving yourself a compliment, or you're smiling, or you're high fiving yourself, then that mindset is going to stay stuck, right? Again, it doesn't matter how much you put on the outside, but inside truly in our gut, if we don't believe in ourselves, if we don't love who we are, if we don't do things like, okay, I'm going to take a moment and listen to what I need right now. Yeah. Then right. that, you know, you're never going to find yourself I don't know, attractive or you're never going to be happy with who stares back at you in that mirror, right? It's, it's that mindset I say is always, a huge factor and creates this domino effect, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, you, you touch base about self-care, right? How it is so important. Yeah. And I agree with that to be part of our daily routine, to be part of our daily habits. And, you know, what helps you to make sure you're giving yourself what you need by taking care of yourself? Right. That's a great question. And you're so right. Um, 
and all the key to everything is that it's, it becomes a habit that is automatic so that it's just something that's not so hard and not so difficult. And it's just part of your life. It's a lifestyle choice. And for me, um, being healthy is a priority. It's never going to be perfect. I gave up perfection a very long time ago. Um, I carried it for a very long time, but I gave that up to do my very best every day. And so when I wake up, that's what I'm thinking. What do I need to do to take care of myself so then I can then take care of other people? Because it's the same idea as putting your oxygen mask on first before helping other people. And if you don't do that on a regular basis and you are so worn out and so zapped of energy, you're just not very valuable to other people. Um, and it affects everyone. It's not just about yourself. It also affects people around you at the workplace, at home, in your friendships, um, in your community. So for me, it's a priority. I will exercise usually on a daily basis. And that can be different things at different points in my life. Um, there was a point where I was training for half marathons and marathons. And it's been a couple of years since I've done that. But I still run. I walk. I, if it's bad weather. We've got that covered inside. We have every piece of equipment you could need. So there are no excuses. Um, just the basic things I eat, try to eat very well. It's not perfect all the time, but it's most of the time a very good, um, very good way to eat, just very clean and everything. And I just really try to appreciate myself and love myself. And again, as you said, look in that mirror and that that girl staring back at you has got to understand, got to feel how loved she is and how great she is so that she can go out into the world and do great things for other people. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's so true how you mentioned that, that movement, what it is for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Right. And you need to find something that's going to allow you to stick with it. So I got a sneeze coming out. <laughs> so whether it's, you know, have a treadmill in the basement or, you know, somewhere in your house or simply heading out your front door. Like I always, you know, I find people say, well, I can't get a gym membership and I can't buy this equipment. You don't need to have that. You can do as simple as walking out your front door, going for a walk. And I always say, if you did that today and you didn't do it before, you need to celebrate, right? And it's those tiny baby steps of self-care doing things where you're making yourself a priority that is reason for celebration and you know i like how you said that you know perfect does not exist and you know what is healthy eating so you know i often call it balanced eating like yeah i'll have a piece of cake and i'll have a piece of dark chocolate right there's a difference about doing it every day you know 24 hours a day and enjoying it when you decide to have that right because when you think of there's so much tied in emotional rewrite when you when you savor that piece of chocolate or you savor that piece of cake then you enjoy it more and you don't end up getting angry and upset with yourself because you had it right that whole vicious mindset starts again uh, so yeah you know it's very good i mentioned that whatever works for one way to move your body doesn't mean it has to be find something that's going to work for you so that you stick to it yeah. and the morning you know there's often times we lie in bed and you're thinking oh, oh I don't want to get out of bed and face the day right but what are some things that you know you get up and motivates you to get up in the morning yeah great question because the morning is how you set the standard for the rest of your day it's your choice. 
So for most days, I am super excited about the, the fresh start that I have because I look at every day as a new beginning, a fresh start, a new chance, grateful to have woken up in the first place and for all the things coming at me. So, you know, I just, I, I do my things in the morning. I have a routine. I will, you know, eat at a certain time, eat a certain thing at a certain time. Routines work for me. They, they work for most people, but not everybody. But again, you have to pick something that works for you. So if you're an early morning riser and you get a lot done in the morning, you need to capitalize on that, take advantage of that and get every moment out of your morning. I have also learned not to look at my phone the first thing in the morning um, and start scrolling and looking at things. I've made a very intentional shift to do that. And um, it's so freeing and, and refreshing. I'm, I need to be aware of what's going on, but I don't have to know every little thing that's going on and get lost in it. So um, there's that. And I'm a better exerciser in the morning. So um, when it's when I'm able to do that, I will put that in the morning. That just starts everything better for me. Some days it has to be in the afternoon and that's fine, but I always put it, it's like an appointment for me. It's on my calendar, my movement, my exercise. And when it's on my calendar, unless there's some unforeseen circumstance and there might be every now and then, but not all the time, it gets done. It gets done. So if it's bad weather, it's going to get done in a different way. And I pick things like you said, I loved what you said, Pick something that you like for movement. If you do not like the treadmill, do something else. If you do not like playing tennis, pick something else. There are so many things. And I love when I see you on your videos and you're outside in the snow and you go anyway. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, speaking of which, uh, I know where you're from, but can you quick tell the uh, <laughs> listeners where you're from, Georgette? Yes, yes. Right now, I live in Charlotte, North Carolina. We've been here about 24 years, but I am from a little town in northern New York, five miles from the Canadian border. So I totally understand the winter life and all of that, which I think makes us resilient, and I'm happy for that quality. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm was used to the winter and now I think everything feels cold. So <laughs> your body kind of changes, but I, I get so like, I get so excited when I see your videos and you're out in the snow and you're all bundled up and you're talking and moving. And I'm thinking, gosh, it's so easy to make excuses when things aren't right, but you don't, yeah, I no. love it. You know, and it's so true, right? We have to make ourselves a priority. We choose and we decide to give you ourselves permission right? Nobody can stop you from doing that. And if you don't take that initiative to say, okay, I'm going to do this. And you know, you're so right. Be totally flexible. Be totally flexible. Let's say you decide to do this, but it's just not going to work. That's okay. Then just do quick something else, right? Or, you know, just don't get upset with yourself. If You know, that's, do you find too, Georgette, that people have a hard time telling themselves it's okay if they break the habit right they they they're so structured that that flexibility doesn't even come to mind and when they break that structure they get so upset with themselves and there goes the hamster wheel of the negative mindset i see that all the time and i have to stop myself 
from doing that all the time. Once you're aware of it, it's so much easier to catch it and redirect it. But yes, absolutely. One little slip does not mean the whole thing's over. Let's throw in the towel. Let's go down the rabbit hole. Doesn't have to mean that at all. It simply means face the fact, okay, I didn't exercise today. All right. I forgive myself. It's on the calendar for tomorrow. Let's go. Instead of eating your way out of it or other things. Um, Yeah. We kind of sometimes just give up easily. It's easy to quit. That's because it's easy. It's harder to say, I I didn't do what I wanted to do. You know, it's okay. And let's do better next time and move on and forgive yourself. I find when you forgive yourself for mistakes with your health, especially it just works so much better. It really does. There's that self-love and taking care of yourself and treating yourself nicely that really matters. Yeah. So true. Right. Again, you know, if you're, even if you're stuck, just do one thing. I say, you, you know, as simple as a baby step, but just take a moment and just mm-hmm. relaxing and catching your breath saying, how do I feel? I'm going to take these three deep breaths and release any stress. I'm going to allow myself to focus. And that self-focus on yourself, all of a sudden you're feeling so much more empowered and so much more uplifted that when you look in the mirror, man, you see a, an amazing reflection and you, and you feel, you know, unstoppable and you smile at yourself. And again, mm-hmm. that inside is becoming self-loving and yeah. you can like feel like really sick, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like I'm not really good today, but yeah. because of that mindset, all, you know, look, look in there is like, yeah, but look at, I still got, you know, this beautiful smile. So again, it comes from the inside. And when you're stronger on the inside, like I have, I love to know your thoughts on this, that, when you're stronger on the inside, these like for my cold, I know it's going to be, you know, I woke up with it today, tomorrow's going to be basically gone. And I find that when you have that mindset of loving who you are and thinking I'm going to get over it and thinking positive, it affects you in so many ways rather than waking up, oh, it's cold, feel awful, oh, right? And then what, guess what's going to happen? And then you're frustrated because you have it tomorrow again and it goes on and on and on and drags. So how do you look, you know, in that scenario, you know, in reference to, you know, when you're not feeling well? Great question. Cause it's so easy to not do anything when you're not feeling well yeah. or to think, yeah. oh no, here we go. But I, what I find, especially since what we've all been through in the last few years is that it's a choice. You can either decide, oh, I don't feel well today everything's shut down. That's it. Nothing's getting done. I'm not doing anything. Or you can say, all right, this is life. Life's not perfect. Life's not easy today. It's not the easiest for me. That's okay. I'm going to do everything I can to do my best. And I'm going to do some of the things I wanted to do. I'm not going to just do nothing. I'm going to do something, Um, which is what I'd like to do when I talk with my clients too, is sometimes it's just a little reduction. It's not like a total elimination of doing something. Like if you can't walk for an hour today, it doesn't mean you don't have to. How about 30 minutes? Yeah. No, you don't feel very well. Well, how about resting, you know, a little bit and then trying to do a couple more things. So I, yeah, not giving up keeps coming up today and that's easy to do. It's the easy button. And I think it works much better in our minds too. When we just decide, all right, let's face it. Today's hard and hard is okay. It's okay not to be okay. Um, So let's see what we can do. Let me do my best today. It might not be exactly what I wanted to do, but let me do something great. 
Yeah. And you know, the, the word that jumped out at me is rest, right? It's yeah. we do not allow ourselves to rest and slow down. When you think of, you know, those of you that are parents, when your kids are not like when your kids are young, they're not well, what do you have them do? Lie down and rest or read a book <laughs> quiet time, right? But we as adults do not allow ourselves to do that. I mean, it's it's crazy. But again, I think it comes back to, you know, both you and I have been on this journey for a very, very long time. And it doesn't mm-hmm. happen overnight. But we've come to realize that those little, little baby steps create this this journey of self-love, create this this journey of giving yourself what you need. Like I woke up, did a few things. I lied down for half an hour. I know when we're done, I'm going to lie down again for a little <laughs> bit, right? They, and there's nothing wrong with that. Why, you know, why do people feel that? They can't give themselves what they need because sleep is so, so, so important, right? And, you know, that that brings me to struggles. We all come across these struggles and, you know, these personal challenges. And, you know, sometimes we have one personal challenge. Sometimes we have another. So, you know, if, if you feel free, like sharing a personal yeah. challenge that you're going through right now. Yes. Yes. And the good news to everybody out there, it happens to everybody. We all have stuff. We have big stuff, little stuff, and then all in between. So um, that's the human part of life. And right now I will share that um, our son is my husband. I have a son who's 18. He's our only child and he's getting ready to select his college for next year. He's, he's got his acceptances and we're going through that process. It has been the most challenging thing that I ever guessed it would be. And there's so many emotions around it. The fact, the reality, I think most of it is for me, he's going to be leaving and that's it. He's our only one. And just the, the pressure that's on him to make the right choice for the right place. It's not what it used to be when I was choosing college. Oh my goodness. It's so big. And so for us here at home, that's, that's like a daily thing. And I've been trying to navigate through that. And what I have done to keep myself lifted up is to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. I have not let that slip. Yeah. I have refused when everything else felt so big yeah. and so hard. Yeah. That was going to be the one thing that was, was sure for me. And I'm so happy about that because this has been tough, you know, to, to balance all of that with, with him and all the emotion that goes around that. So it may sure. seem small to someone, but for us, that's a big thing right now. So, well, it, it's that whole thing as a mother, right? Like, um, as people know, I have a 19 year old and a 16 year old, right? Oh. And it's, it's that releasing the mom. <laughs> it's like, I'll always be a mom, but it's like, okay, now I need to release that, that, you know, that protector that I am, right? So, yeah, yeah it's a huge, huge. Uh, struggle but at the end of the day you know I always say your thoughts are I did the best I could yeah right and yeah. I gave them a good starting block yeah. and they need to still make their own choices even though sometimes you're like really <laughs> but at yeah. the end of the day it's yeah. you know we think about when we were young it's it's those those ups and downs that that create the the life adventure that creates you to I don't want to say a better decision maker, but it's through, it's through successes, it's through, some people say failures, but I don't, I don't, you know, failures are learning curves, right? They're learning curves because we all learn something from it. And yeah, yeah, it's that uh, stepping away. It's like, okay, 
you're going to be out to the world. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, we've been talking a lot about maintaining that, that positive mindset because no matter where we look, you know, the way people think has always been various ways of looking at things. People have had mindsets or way of thinking that are really positive and happy and joyful. And then there's mindsets of other people that are always negative, always complaining, always pointing their finger at other people, always blaming themselves. And I mean, that's the world. No matter what happens, that's always going to exist. So how do you maintain, Georgette, a positive mindset when everybody and everything seems so... (laughs) Right? It does. It it does seem that way. I mean, let's face it. Right now is not easy. Um, And it probably hasn't ever really been, but I think the older you get, the more you, you notice things. And of course, we have everything available to us so digitally and so quickly. I think we're more aware of things. But... It's pretty negative out there. So for me to keep my world realistic, but more positive, I have to, um, what I call watch my diet. And I don't mean what I'm eating necessarily. I mean, who am I with? What is my environment? Who do I spend my time with? Am I with people that are negative all the time, complain all the time? Am I with different kinds of people? Do I have different groups of people? Um, I happen to play tennis um, here in our neighborhood with a group of ladies twice a week. It is the biggest thing I look forward to because it's fun. They laugh. Nobody complains. We, we just have a great time. We get out, we exercise together. Um, and I look forward to that. It takes a lot for that to be canceled for me. I mean, yeah. a storm has to cancel that for me. <laughs> And I also, yeah. Oh, and, and, and one more quick and very important thing though, is again, the social media. What do I watch? What do I read? What do I listen to? And I mean, when I found you, I was like, oh, I wish there were a million more Tanya's around because that's what people need. They need to know that there's some positive ways of thinking and mindset and, just that's where I fill my time with. And when I kind of slip and find something else and, you know, come across something that's not so positive, I just choose to redirect myself. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is you can't be positive mindset by surrounding yourself, keeping things in your life that help to uplift you, help to not feel so heavy loaded with whatever's going out there so yeah it's so important right it's who we who we choose to be around and you know sometimes it's out of our hands I mean I've heard of family members are like oh I can't stand being around them then just (laughs) spend less time being around them or if you're on the phone just say you know if they call it's like oh thanks for calling but then end it sooner because family will I mean we got to still have family right (laughs) but yeah it's you know it's it's choosing what you're going to surround your surround yourself with what you're going to be involved with and find things that uplift you and bring you joy. So when those things that are like just terrible, they don't seem so awful or not that bad after all. That's the way I always look at it. (laughs) Now, Georgette, you know, I ask every guest uh, these three final questions. It's just kind of finds us a little bit 
digging deeper into who Georgette is. You know, we've shared our wisdom, we shared our thoughts, but let's learn a little bit about you as an individual person. And, you know, there's quotes that we all tend to just, they're always in the back of our mind or we have them stuck somewhere. So what's a quote that you absolutely love by and live by? Yeah, there are two. I couldn't, I, I couldn't possibly just pick one. <laughs> so the first one is you be you. I love it when people realize they have full permission to be themselves, regardless if everybody else around them is different or, you know, thinks differently, acts differently, looks differently. And that's, that's very empowering when you grow into that. And sometimes for some of us, it takes a little longer to grow into. Um, but that's a big one for me. And the other one is nothing tastes better than healthy feels. So nothing tastes better than healthy feels because it's a choice what you put in your body. And, you know, you always have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Is it serving me? Is this fuel serving me? So as, as when I work with people, we get into the more the food part and what they're consuming like that, that always comes up and people are like, huh, you know? Okay. That's a big piece of it. So yeah, those so are my two favorites. Yeah, sometimes too, it's all hooked up with the emotions, right? Yeah. As far as advice, you know, what's one piece of advice that you can share with yeah. our listeners today? I would say love yourself enough to take care of your mind, body, and soul on the inside first, which pushes to the outside. Nice. Very, very nice. And you mentioned your son, you mentioned family, but in the last question, cannot include family. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, Georgette, if this was the last day of your life, what would you be grateful for? I would be grateful for my faith. Um, and that means different things to different people. Um, that is my beliefs and my faith have carried me through a beautiful life and are moving me into the next phase of my life as each year comes at me. Um, it's something I don't know how to live without. And it's something that I deeply rely on. And I think when people talk to me, they can sense that, you know, I, I am, you know, I believe that there are great things there. And I believe, um, you know, that got to keep passionate and compassionate with your goals and, and with your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to throw in a last question here. What's the best piece of advice someone has given you? Ooh, 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 ooh. I think the best piece of advice has been not to be perfect. And I've heard that from so many people and it finally clicked a little while back. You don't need to be perfect. And I, and it's someone I used to work with and she said, don't try to be perfect. Just try to be your best self. And it just opened up so many things. It kind of like gave me permission to shift around quite a few thoughts. So I appreciated that. That's probably one of the biggest pieces of advice. Very, very nice. So thank you for your time and everyone that is watching this episode. Thank you. thank you so much for being here again, watching another episode. You know, the reasons I created this podcast is I am on a mission to help empower women around the world so they can hear not only my messages, but the messages from all the women I speak to, all the guests I speak to, to everywhere from around the globe. So I'd love for you to subscribe. Go ahead, leave a comment below. And when you go to bed tonight, think about the best thing that happened. And when we wake up in the morning, 
think about or write down what you're grateful for. This is Tanya Artestein-Lise saying thank you very much for listening to another one of my episodes. Take care now.